0: Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
1: Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only. And do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself.
2: on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, human friendly wormholes, and the secret to affirmations that actually work. I'm talking about manifesting some pretty amazing stuff in your life rather quickly and uh, right up front uh, thank you for tolerating my voice if it sounds a bit weak because I am still recovering after having COVID-19 pneumonia so I'm going to keep taking it easy on my voice (laughs) because if I don't I'll end up coughing before this show is over but things are coming along very well I'm happy to say. So, uh, <laughs> there is a lot to cover. Let me just start by saying that throughout my life, as I was reading about and studying and hearing about quantum physics, I would, uh, I would learn about the most outrageous, fantastical, unimaginable stuff that scientists were reporting. You know what I'm talking about. Scientists would say, Look, we have particles that pop in and out of existence. And when they're not here, we don't know where they are. We don't know where they go. But they're somewhere else. There is another dimension, another realm where these things are. We don't know what it is. They pop back and forth. They say time and space is only an illusion that time can flow, well, forwards and backwards, just the same. Or that two points might be able to interact with each other instantaneously, like two objects can interact with each other instantaneously, regardless of how far apart they are in the universe. This is... Non-locality, what Einstein called spooky action at a distance. What is this thing that we can't see that's connecting these two things and allowing them to interact with each other instantaneously without a delay, without a signal being sent? And then, of course, they would tell us about things that would basically be in what they called the a cat state, like an object that is, that's spinning both clockwise and counterclockwise at the same time. You go, well, What does that mean? How do I wrap my mind around that? An object that is both vibrating and standing still at the same time. Things that quite literally could be alive and dead at the same time. These are two completely diametrically opposed things. And you say, what are you talking about? And the scientists say, well, look, look, look. We we've documented this. We've seen it. It's happening. We've got the math. It's real. Nobody's debating or contesting. It's real, but don't worry about it. Okay. It, it, it's, it's not really going to affect you because this is only happening to really, really, really small things on a really, really small scale. So this completely bizarro phantasmagoria, this fluid sort of, um, canvas where anything can happen like so you imagine something and it's, oh, that's only at the, the tiny level. And that was what they repeated for decades. And then all of that really started changing, of course, in the 1990s. I wrote about this in my book, Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. And just to give you a, a quick overview of what I'm talking about, between 1996 and 2003, Four Nobel Prizes were given for work related to macroscopic quantum phenomena. I'm talking about this same weird stuff, but it's not just happening to small things. They started realizing that they could measure this kind of stuff happening on a, a scale big enough for us, you and me, to interact with. One of my favorite examples of this kind of experimentation was published by Nature in 2010. Uh, the title was quote, Scientist Supersize Quantum Mechanics, largest ever object put into quantum state. And it went on to say scientists at the University of California in Santa Barbara constructed a tiny metal paddle 30 micrometers long. Now that's larger than some human hair, so that's gigantic from a quantum perspective. And uh, the lead scientist, they were able to cool the paddle and make it more sensitive to quantum forces and less sensitive to disruptive outside forces. And at that point, they were able to place the paddle in the state in which it was both vibrating and standing still at the same time. Okay, that's the type type of thing I'm talking about. So it became clear uh, I mean, and there were other, many other, uh, experiments done showing this type of an effect on big stuff. But then here is like one of my favorite articles of all time. And I, I, I brought this up before on one of my broadcasts somewhere, but I mean, this is absolutely incredible. This is an article that was published by MIT july 1st of last year 2020 and it says quantum fluctuations can jiggle objects on the human scale and what they announced last year in the midst of all the chaos of 2020 was that for the first time a team led by researchers at mit's ligo laboratory was able to create uh, well well was able to measure quantum fluctuations kicking around a mirror that weighed 88 pounds now that's around 40 kilograms for those of you in other countries and the researchers said that um they they had to use a mirror in order to you know isolate it from various forces and uh, we have a quote here. What's special about this experiment is we've seen quantum effects on something as large as a human, end quote, says Nergis Mavalvava, the marble professor and associate head of the physics department at MIT. Quote, we too, every nanosecond of our existence are being kicked around Buffeted by these quantum fluctuations, it's just that the jitter of our existence and our thermal energy is too large for these quantum vacuum fluctuations to affect our motion Measurably and with LIGO's mirrors We've done all this work to isolate them from thermally driven Motion and and other forces so that they are now still enough to be kicked around by quantum fluctuations and this spooky popcorn of the universe, end quote. Now, how do you like that? Just last year, they were saying, we have something that's as big as a human that's being knocked around by quantum forces. So now we can no longer say at all that the weirdness of the quantum realm happens only on a scale that is too small to affect humans no this quantum bizarreness does affect humans and uh, in fact uh, you know it, it it always reminds me of as above so below you know one of those tenets of hermetic mysticism that if these things are happening on the small scale of course they're happening on the big scale i mean it, there's no reason it shouldn't look at a black hole look at your eye very similar things Right. So um, that is what I was bearing in mind when this brand new article came out just the other day that Mobius posted on the Joshua P. Warren Strange Things Facebook page. And uh, this is a popular mechanics article. And this is more exciting news because listen to this popular mechanics. Human-safe wormholes could exist in the real world, study finds. Whoa. Okay, so again, the more and more we learn about the bizarre phenomena that we have been able to witness in the lab using uh, quantum studies, uh, the more we see that all this stuff is applying to people. I'm going to dig into that in a second, but let me just say right off the bat, I'm very impressed with Popular Mechanics because Popular Mechanics uh, has has really, over the years, taken a very open-minded approach to a lot of the strange things that are happening uh, on you know the breaking news fringes of scientific development. And in fact, in 2015, Popular Science did a a really admirable article about wishing machines and radionics, and it was a really thorough, very fair article. They interviewed me for it. Uh, If you go to wishingmachineproject.com, there's a link to it, and uh, one of my favorite quotes um, from that article, oh, where did it go? Uh, Well, I'll tell you what, I'll read it to you when I come back. <laughs> I lost it, but uh, you know they, uh, they have done this fantastic new article saying that wormholes may be a way for people to actually travel through space and time after all. I'll explain everything when we come back. By the way, I told you recently I have a new kit I'm going to be bringing out soon for one week. It's not going to be in my curiosity shop and I'm not going to talk about it on this show. If you want to know what it is, there's only one way to find out. Be prepared right now. Go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Put your email address into the little... Submission bank there, hit the submit button. You're going to instantly receive some really cool free digital gifts from me. And you'll be the first to know when this kit's available. Joshua You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be right back.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com/strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com/strange things.
7: If you feel stressed, suffer from fatigue, moodier than usual, or would like to fall asleep easier and sleep more soundly, while losing weight, do we have something for you. Accelerate and Elevate. I take Elevate, performance supplement in the morning for energy, and laser focus for work. Then before bed, I take Accelerate, weight management and sleep combo. And indeed, I now sleep soundly through the night. Plus, I'm losing weight. It's amazing.
3: I've maybe gotten four to five hours of sleep max a night. I'm sleeping in between six and seven, I wake up to use the bathroom, but I go right back to sleep, which has never happened before, which is pretty awesome. I noticed a higher level of happiness. I also noticed that I wasn't taking naps. I had more energy. I was more in the moment with my kids. Like we were laughing more. We were more excited. Every single person needs to feel this. I
1: lost ten pounds and five and a half inches off my waist, and I'm so proud of myself. It gives you energy. It helps you sleep better. It just works. I stand by it
8: 100%.
3: I was on a handful of medications to help me sleep to help me be happy tons of therapy when i'm ready to go to sleep i'm getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night i've lost some pounds um inches mainly my family has me back
7: Try Accelerate and Elevate, discounted for listeners to the show, plus further discounts with the George Power Pack, including a free gift. Learn more and order now at our website, energyfocussleep.com. That's energyfocussleep.com or 800-394-9930. So jump on the path now to all-day energy, better sleep, and weight loss with Accelerate and Elevate, energyfocussleep.com, energyfocussleep.com or 800
2: Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And yes, in 2015, I was impressed with the very... Thorough and I thought fair open minded article that popular mechanics published about radionics and wishing machines. Again, if you go to wishingmachineproject.com, you can find a link to it there and all kinds of other really good free information for you if you're interested in wishing machines. But the author of that article, Andy Wright, uh, wrote this line, which I, I thought was great. Quote, though radionics is on the fringe, the fringe is coming closer to the center. And, uh, <laughs> something like that is a big step forward coming from a publication like Popular Mechanics. And so now we have this Popular Mechanics article that Mobius recently posted. And it says, human safe wormholes could exist in the real world study finds. Again, this is an example of how things like quantum stuff that supposedly didn't apply directly to humans, but now do uh are well, they're bleeding right over into wormholes and how, how that could apply to time travel. So it says here, sci-fi writers have long learned, excuse me, have long leaned on the wormhole as an important plot device. It's a quick way to get characters from point A to point B across the vast distances in space-time in a matter of seconds. Theorists like Albert Einstein and Kip Thorne have been pondering the existence of these space-time portals for decades, but so far no one has been able to provide physical evidence of their existence, perhaps until now. Two new studies published in the journals Physical Review Letters and Physical Review D proposed that wormholes safe enough for humans to travel through could exist in the real world after all one of the main arguments against the existence of wormholes suggests the portal's narrowest part or neck would likely collapse under the weight of its own gravity and some theorists say one way to sidestep this issue And prevent gravitational collapse would be to fill the wormhole with an exotic form of matter, blah, blah, blah. And this gets really, you know, technical, and I'm not going to get into all the technical. You know bits and pieces. You're not going to be able to keep up with it in a podcast, but I do want to read like give you an important part of the gist here. So one of these papers they're talking about comes from Juan Maldacena of the Institute for Advanced Study in New Jersey and Alexi Millican from Princeton University, and they are exploring the theoretical existence of wormholes large enough for space time surfing humans to squeeze through. And in this case, the scientists have devised a wormhole that forms in five-dimensional space-time. And they say these would look like intermediate-mass black holes to the untrained observer. Okay, so it's going to look like a black hole. says here, if you hopped into this kind of a wormhole, you'd experience up to 20 Gs of acceleration. An uncomfortable albeit survivable amount. But the authors acknowledge some practical limitations. They say it has to be extremely clean. You don't want a bunch of little particles and they're getting in the way. And then they say that the good news is that theoretically your cross galaxy trip would only take less than a second. But if your family and friends are tracking your journey from the outside, Well, they're going to be waiting a long time. From their perspective, your trip would last tens of thousands of years. And, you know, I I see all these reports all the time about people who just disappear. You may know the story about my great uncle, Claude Calloway who back in the 1930s in the mountains of western North Carolina, he basically just vanished, you know, practically in mid-sentence in the blink of an eye. It's a great mystery. Where did he go? People just disappear all the time. Sometimes somebody's looking at a person and the person just vanishes. Uh, and then you have these stories about people flying through areas like the Bermuda Triangle, and in the triangle, of course, pilots see some type of a tunnel that looks similar to a wormhole or a black hole or something like that open up. And uh, this could explain some of these disappearances. But the very fact that scientists are saying, like, look, you might physically be able to survive this means that regardless of whether or not humans are Popping into some other dimension and we may never see that pers- person again unless they catch a ride back <laughs> um, Well, maybe this could help us understand other Interdimensional types of beings that pop up once in a while and I'm talking about mothman even in my opinion Bigfoot certainly aliens aliens must have a technology that's mastered this sort of thing and when people see some of these cryptids and various bizarro creatures they say they look like you know they're physical normal biological things and this gives us an example of how we're moving in the direction that even if these things may be just as physical as you and i are there may be some way that they can travel through these interdimensional type portals and and survive. And maybe they're able to travel back and forth. And I will tell you something that's very, very strange about all this. Also, and this is a story I wasn't sure if I was going to get into it, but I think I need to. If we have all of these sort of like big wormholes and portals that may be all over the place that we're able to interact with, then that should also be warping our perception of time. Because if our world is like that mirror in the quantum experiments that is constantly being sort of uh, battered by this popcorn of quantum fluctuations, then it makes you think that um, we're sort of subject to interdimensional quantum weather. And maybe this accounts for something like the Mandela effect where the timelines are changing and shifting around. And did you realize, listen to this now, this is a story that was just published uh, days ago by another uh, science website, phys.org, phys.org, And they're saying that if you look back at the history of our planet and you look at vast expanses of time, There are huge amounts of time that are mysteriously missing from the geologic record. It's almost like that our world skipped ahead. So I'll just read to you what I'm saying. Here's the headline. Geologists dig into Grand Canyon's mysterious gap in time. Now, the Grand Canyon is a great place to study geologic time because, you know, you look at the Grand Canyon, you see all these lines and layers of stone. And you should be able to go through that and see different levels of uh, of the evolution of the earth. But it says here, a new study led by the University of Colorado Boulder reveals the complex history behind one of the Grand Canyon's most well-known geologic features, a mysterious and missing gap of time in the canyon's rock record that covers hundreds of millions of years. They're calling this the great unconformity, and it was first described 150 years ago. It says if you scale down the canyons rock faces, you can jump back almost two billion years into the planet's past. But if this is like looking at pages of a textbook, that textbook has missing pages in some areas more than 1 billion years' worth of rocks have disappeared from the Grand Canyon without a trace. And geologists want to know why. Uh, and it says that uh, <laughs> these geologists are saying it's a mystery that goes back a long way. Uh, quote, there are beautiful lines, said Peak One researcher, at the bottom You can see very clearly there are rocks that have been pushed together, et cetera, et cetera. It says in the western part of the canyon toward Lake Mead, the basement stone is 1.4 to 1.8 billion years old. But then the rocks sitting on top are just 520 million years old. Nobody can explain. They say, quote, there's more than a billion years gone. And it's also a billion years during an interesting part of Earth's history where the planet is transitioning from an older setting to the modern Earth we know today. Inqu- what? How do we explain this? See, it's easy for us to look at a calendar, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and just see everything as a consistent line of action. Always moving forward. Always moving into what we consider the future. But the world, the universe, apparently, is not designed that way. There is cosmic weather, and it may be happening on levels that can not only affect little quantum things, but affect human beings. can affect a planet. Was there a jiggle? Was there a fluctuation that shifted something around? When we come back from this break, I'll tell you one thing. You may or may not actually physically slip into a wormhole and travel through space-time. But I guarantee you something. I guarantee you something. Your thoughts can do it. And that is also a key to a secret I'm going to give you for how to use that power to create Affirmations and manifest amazing things in your life. You'll see how it all fits together. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back.
5: before
4: the art bell
6: vault has classic audio waiting for you now go to coast coast for
5: details
0: hi this is george nori and you're listening to the new iHeartRadio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network now let's get back to strange things with joshua p warren
2: Back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host Joshua P. Warren and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. In 2009 in my book The Secret Wisdom of Cucucon, I wrote, "So what are you? You are one infinitely tiny pinpoint of awareness surrounded by an ever-changing energy field. And yet that quantum speck that is you can funnel and channel vast information from the sprawling cosmos and from unimaginable dimensions. The seat of your being consciousness and awareness is an infinitesimally small wormhole. And what you know is the information that flows through it, in and out, connecting the energy fields flowing and standing around it. You are faucet and drain, pouring forth data and receiving it. That is the permanent you that has always been and will always be. Anything else extending from you is temporary, fluctuating, and bound to perpetual cycles of growth and decay in many various forms. This tube of information exchange, the dynamic seat of your consciousness, we will call the wormhole brain, or WHB. Though all are similar, no two are exactly alike. Some are larger or smaller than others able to transfer more or less. The way in which the information is ultimately processed includes the filters of your physical brain, or lack thereof, as in single-celled organisms. Though the wormhole brains of you, an eagle, a bear, and a shark are equally impressive, the physical brain determines how that initial flow of cosmic information should be used. What is relevant to that particular creature's survival at that particular time in that particular place? I mean, for example, at the wormhole brain level, you are not necessarily more intelligent than a dog, but the dog's physical brain extracts the information most suitable for the dog's survival needs, just as yours extracts the information suitable for a human. And yes, when one creature's form dies, it may eventually congeal or reincarnate into another creature's form, but there is really no such thing as death, just decay and transformation. And that book, The Secret Wisdom of Kukulcan, is uh, available on Amazon. Or if you go to the Curiosity Shop at joshuapwarren.com, uh, you will be able to download it instantly as a PDF. And uh, by the way, just in case you're interested, that book is subtitled interdimensional contact and in a holosentient universe and I get into aliens spirits cryptids ESP and how all that stuff relates to you so anyway when you consider the fact that okay we know that thoughts are subject to this access these wormholes who knows whether or not your physical body will pass through a wormhole, but your thoughts can do that. Your thoughts can travel into the future and shape things and morph things. This is an enormous power that we all have. And yet you may not be using it just because you get distracted. And the other night, my wife, Lauren and I were talking about how that the news media is always trying to brainwash you with negativity and things to be fearful about. And it's always been that way. Go, just go read an old newspaper from a hundred or two hundred years ago. It's the same stuff. It's all bad, negative, scary stuff. And it's always going to be that way. That's the nature of the business. And However, we are intelligent and enlightened enough at this point so that we ought to be able to look at media and we ought to say, you know what, we're terrified all the time by all the negative stuff that, that, that's hitting us from not just every direction, but every direction 24 hours a day, thanks to modern technology. The, in the, the best way to combat that is to use the power that you have in your mind the power of your access to the wormhole brain and wormholes in general, and to create your own personal brainwashing campaign. All right. It's like I've said before, nobody brainwashes me, but me, you've got to combat all the negativity. And if you can travel mentally into the future and you can create positive things for yourself, then you are able to overcome all of the negativity that is being used to try to control and influence you every day. And so it seemed like a good time for me to go to my book, use the force, a Jedi's guide to the law of attraction, also available through Joshua P. and give you some tips about how to create an effective affirmation for whatever you want to achieve. And what we're talking about here is the idea that you create some type of message to yourself. So and this is a message that that you pay attention to. And I here's what I wrote to make matters worse. Most of us tune into some kind of media when we start the day. This is partly necessary in order to check the weather, traffic, or other conditions that might influence how we proceed. However, those messages are always brought to you at a cost, sponsors. And as you know, sponsors are trying to sell you something in one way or another. A seller's livelihood is based on convincing you that you need something. And therefore, you'll hear lots of messages that imply in some way that you are lacking something in your life. They seek to sap your self-confidence, suggesting you're in a lower class than you should be. A Companies spend millions of dollars every day on psychologists who do extensive scientific research to learn the most effective way to influence your behavior, and they have narrowed it down to whether or not you will walk into a store, and then whether you will turn right or left or look up or down. We're all rats. In this giant lab, and you must combat this by now listening, listen, listen, listen. You must combat this by producing your own customized, personalized, positive ad campaign targeted only at yourself. I'm talking about creating a note for yourself that's going to make something happen for you, but there's a secret for it to work properly, Okay. Now, first, you have to have a good spot for this note, okay, physically. Do you put it on the ceiling so you see it when you're lying in bed? You know, that can be okay. If that's what you pay attention to, put it on the display of your cell phone. That's fine. How about your mirror in your bathroom or your refrigerator or your car radio? You know, even if every day is different for you, find the areas that you'll probably look at on a daily basis. These are prime locations for your reminders. These are like little billboards. But the the big thing here is wording it correctly, and that's what takes more skill. So the first thing about how to word your affirmation is you always want to keep it positive and in the active present sense. So for example, don't write, I will not gain weight. Instead, write something positive like, I am in the process of slimming. Or instead of writing something negative like, I will not be poor, write something positive like, I am attracting great wealth. Okay, so so this is an important thing to word it that way. But here is the most important thing for this to work. Your reminder for what you're trying to do, it must always feel honest to you. So if I want to lose weight, it might... Seem natural for me to write an affirmation saying I am slim. However, if you're not slim and you read this, it might digress so much from your present condition that it will remind you of how far away you are from your goal. And that means it will actually make you feel fatter it, because, you know, that feeling projected into the universe is going to therefore achieve the opposite result. If you have pennies in your pocket and you read an affirmation saying I am rich. Well, once again, this will state such a blatant untruth that it's backlash will drive you into a greater feeling of poverty. So there's a lot more to how you should word this. You have to sit back and write something that feels honest to you. So, for example, um, you might say, uh, well, instead of, you know, um, well, some people can say I'm driving a new car and it works. However, I might say I am attracting my new car. See the difference there? Instead of I'm driving my new car, say I am attracting my new car and I am in the process of attracting it. Or if you want to be a millionaire, don't start by saying I'm a millionaire when you have $20 in your pocket, because that's not going to feel honest to you. Start with, I am attracting a hundred dollars and then I take it to a thousand dollars and then take it to 10,000. It has to sound realistic to you as you're doing it. You also want to include details. So Instead of saying, I'm attracting my house by the beach, you might write, I'm attracting my blue house by the warm, sunny beach. Or or instead of writing, I'm attracting my own restaurant, you might write, I'm attracting my own restaurant that smells like grandma's kitchen. But there's another really, really important thing that I, I need to tell you when we come back from this break about how you can make these things work for you and then I have a wild email to read to you from a listener. I'm Joshua P. Warren, and you're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back right after these important messages.
7: Tired of thinning hair and not so thrilled with the options to reverse it? After 10 years of extensive research, Dr. Nathan Newman is proud to introduce Reveal. Easy to apply Reveal works great on men and women and is used in the comfort of your home. Applied morning and evening. Free of parabens, sulfates, silicones, and dyes, Dr. Newman uses stem cell technology and natural ingredients in this revolutionary product.
3: Is the only product that can be used for men and women without having to worry about side effects on your heart. It wasn't an accidental discovery. It was really made for the hair, so it doesn't have all the side effects that all the other products that we had. Because it was made for the hair, it really has... Very good effect very quickly. You will see the changes in your hair, not in two years, but you will see it within two or three months. You will see that it's thicker, is more lustrous, better. And the more you use it, the more it will continue to benefit and maintain the hair because it's a fight against our genetics and against the hormonal changes that we get. Once you start using it and you see the benefit, you want to maintain it by continuing to use it.
7: Reveal is a luxury home care system applied twice daily that is as good a treatment as you would find at the most exquisite salons at a fraction of the price. And only at HealthyLooking.com can you get Reveal with free smart delivery shipping. Simply enter discount code GEORGE. Time to return to a fuller looking head of hair with Reveal from HealthyLooking.com or by phone 24-7 at 800-604-3129. 800 604 3129. Genuine Reveal is not available in stores. Order today at healthylooking.com. Reveal.
1: Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters, big and small. Support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS.
2: Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and if you produce an effective affirmation, it's, it's important that you keep it private, because... These can be very personal things that you're writing about. And, you know, it's one thing if if you can post it on the bathroom mirror or around your house and you live with somebody who is going to be supportive, then that's great. But if you have any fear that somebody who sees it might be critical, then that can actually hurt the strength of your affirmation. So the more private you can make it, the better. Uh, you also can maybe, um, use codes. So for example, instead of writing like, I am attracting a fluffy white poodle, you might just put I, A, 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 F, W, P. See what I did there. <laughs> um, so, or if somebody notices, like, why are you leaving these weird notes? You can just say, Oh, I'm doing an experiment with good luck. Yeah. You can just kind of leave. So there are all these little tricks you can do to make affirmations work. And if you get, if you get a good affirmation that starts working, like, oh man, it's worth its weight in gold. And so I wish I could go on and tell you, you know, more about all this, but that's why I wrote about it in my book, Use the Force, a Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, which you can get through my website. And I also get into other questions like, should I write these in my own hand or print them on a computer? Or, um, you know, where, where exactly tell me more about how to place these things. One, uh, one more tip I'll give you though, is, um, I like to take a calendar and just like I'm writing down appointments for my month, I always put down a reminder, like on a certain day, put my affirmation in a new place because then it keeps it fresh And I notice it all over again. And that's an important part of getting affirmations to work. This is, these are little practical tips that'll help you tap into the power of the mind. Okay. So use that wormhole brain. We know it's real and we know that you can interact with it and you can get something done with it. And it may be, like I say, uh, UFOs. Aliens are coming here through various types of wormholes, and spirits are essentially doing the same thing. These are what I call paratemporals. And I want to share this with you. I know this segment's going to fly right by here, but of course, you know, our friend Jason Sirachi is a great UFO hunter in Colorado, and he's out there almost every night using night vision, and he's doing all kinds of crazy experiments trying to initiate contact with Whatever these things are, flying these UFOs around. And um he was inspired by episode 12 of this podcast called Amazing Paranormal Audio, in which I talked about an experiment I did with Dean Worsing, where we went out into a cemetery in Las Vegas. And uh, long story short, I had a vacuum with an audio recorder inside of it. And it shouldn't have picked up any audio since it was in a vacuum, but it actually picked up some pretty weird audio of a ghostly nature, even though a control recorder outside the vacuum did not pick up anything. And around the same time, even though we were there looking for spirits, guess what? Dean sees this silver sphere, this UFO shoot over the cemetery. So here's this connection between UFOs and ghosts. So Jason decided to get together with one of his buddies and go out into a cemetery at night, apparently, and, um, (laughs) and play some of the sound from my podcast that I got while they were in the cemetery. And so he's out there with the night vision and he is buddy. They're playing the audio. And here's what Jason wrote. He says, so I was playing your podcast, where you got the EVP in the vacuum sealed jar. And as the strange sounds you caught were playing, here comes this shape-shifting amber orb flying overhead. He said, I got eyes on it. It was amber-colored and like a blob changing shape. It says, I can tell you for a fact, since it's a full moon, If that was a bird or something, I would have seen it on night vision and way better detail. He filmed this thing on night vision. He says, this is one of the strangest things I've ever seen. And, uh, what I have done for you here is post his footage. It's I think 30 seconds. If you go to my Twitter page, which is just at Joshua P. Warren at Joshua P. Warren, you will be able to see they're in the cemetery, they're playing this, they look up into their naked eye, they see this amber thing, but through night vision, it just appears like, you know, it's, it's green footage, and there's just this light in the sky, and it is booking it across the sky. And I've seen so much footage of, like, you know, satellites and space junk. This is something different. It's just zooming across the sky. So go to my Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, or there's a link to my Twitter feed at Joshua P. Warren And you'll see that I recently posted a link to Jason's footage and he's he's now going to go out and do all kinds of other new experiments. God knows what Jason's going to get into. Thank you for sending me that. And it reminds me, I recently bought this book off of Amazon. I got to send Jason a link to it. It's called A CE5 Handbook, An Easy-To-Use Guide to Help You Contact Extraterrestrial Life. And it's big. It's like the size of a coloring book. And they explain here in their introduction. It's got great illustrations. It says CE5 is an acronym for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And so it says this was a term invented by Dr. J. Allen Hynek. And of course, when it comes to the four first kinds of contact, uh, or the first four kinds of contact, um, you know, that it says, like, if it happens, it's usually outside of your control. A CE5, on the other hand, is where humans actively initiate contact and where we sustain peaceful bilateral communication with ETs. And as you go through this handbook, I mean, they give some very practical stuff. Like, for example, under equipment, they have things listed like a chair, toilet paper. You know why you might need that when you're out in the field, mosquito repellent, flashlight, warm clothes, you know. So, uh, but there's a whole section here on different kinds of meditations you can use. And I was flipping through, and one of them, uh, it says, quick and dirty CE5 meditation. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like my style. Let's get this done quick and dirty. And this is written by Deb Warren. Uh, I don't know who that is. As far as I know, no relation to me. But they have these different kinds of meditations that people have used. And so here are some examples of the quick and dirty one, it says, get a group of people together. And you ask everybody to sort of envision a large golden ball of energy forming at the heart chakra, getting bigger and brighter. And then it moves from left to right around the circle, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. And then it says, uh then it, you see it sort of flattening out into a golden disk. And as this is going on, the group is chanting the mantra, I'm Nama. I'm Nama, I'm Nama. You know, this is something that Stephen Greer always talked about. And then um now you envision that disc popping out into an ET craft and going up into the sky. And and this goes on for, even though it says quick and dirty, there's like a lot of steps here. There's like 23 steps. But this it's got all these really interesting techniques that you can use. If you want to go out and initiate contact, which is something that I have done before, I don't have time to go out and uh, do much CE5 initiation anymore. But yeah, it's just called a CE5 handbook if you want to get this thing. And uh, they don't even have the names of the authors on the front of this. Let's see. Hatch, Kaprowski, looks like on the spine here. Um, so we'll see if that gives us any, any, uh, new results. And I know Jason will keep us updated, uh, before we end the show and I play for you the good fortune tone. I want to quickly say, I wonder if something like wormholes connects to this email that I got, which I've always loved. Got this a few years ago from Ernest Jonas in Dallas, Texas. He said, my grandmother lived in San Antonio, Texas. She was in bed asleep around 10 p.m. when she abruptly sat up in bed and blurted out my nickname, Bubba. 400 miles away in Dallas, Texas, I was wide awake in my bedroom when I clearly heard her voice call out my nickname. My door was open and the sound came from the hallway. Hmm. Non locality could be. Take a deep breath. Here it is. The Good Fortune Tone. That's it. For this edition of the show, follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit joshuapwarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop, all at joshuapwarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule thank you for listening thank you for your interest and support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon you've been listening to strange things on the iHeartRadio radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network